to it. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Boss. Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Boss. Hey y'all, this is your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up, and I welcome you to the month of January, where we're going to be talking about bossing up in branding. You know, what makes your business or your brand different from everybody else? You know, and we're going to get a good conversation with a selective group of individuals who will just be giving us all the gems and making sure that we're doing what we need to do in regards to bossing up. Well, first, let me introduce our first guest. Bashir Hogue began his music ministry at the age of 10 years old by singing for the Open Door Baptist Church Choir here in Philadelphia. Blessed with a multi-range voice, Bashir went on and became a lead singer and a praise and worship leader at Deliverance Evangelistic Church. He later started performing professionally at the age of 11 and has worked with various artists. His 2002 debut album, Every Day was highlighted in London and sold out the first week on Amazon and record stores everywhere. Since then, Bashir has worked with famed gospel recording artists such as Kim Burrell, Karen Clark Shear, Marette Brown-Clark, and Reverend Daryl Cooley. He also shared the stage with Andrea Bocilli and New York Harlem Apollo, Kim Allen Sledge from the R&B group Sister Sledge, Tremaine Hawkins, Orlando Wright from BET's Sunday's Best TV Show, Bishop Paul S. Morton, I Am Khalif, Tia Pittman, and many more. Bashir was requested to perform at the National Convention for former President Bill Clinton in Cleveland. In 2010, he also traveled to London to receive the Stellar Award. He was bestowed with the Convetted Image Award mid-career and received a second Image Award in 2016 and a documentary movie entitled Both Sides, which is still in the making, as well as the release of his brand new single, Love You Back. Bashir, the singer, songwriter, and producer, is truly on a path to breaking new ground to his already successful music journey. So everybody, let's meet Bashir Hogue. How are you, Bashir? I'm great. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm excited to have you on the podcast today. We're going to get into some good conversation, and I hope everybody, yeah. you know, take away some gems and apply them to their lives, because that's what they're supposed to do. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, I start off my podcast asking my guests, what is your definition or your meaning of purpose? My definition and meaning of purpose is something that you're supposed to do um, to change someone else's life. Purpose allows you to be existing, you know, um, rather than it's a, within the purpose, you know, you're finding, you know, uh, you're finding with, you know, within the mission, you're finding this is your, uh, if you have a purpose, it affects someone else more so to actually go affect somebody else, you know, um, and to, that's really what the purpose is, is really to actually affect somebody else. So somebody else, somebody, it's like a ripple effect. Yeah. I agree. That is true. You know, and yeah. a lot of people have given yeah. a definition, but nobody has really, I don't know, I guess known then on the part of affecting someone else, because when you live out your purpose, you're getting fulfillment, but somebody else, that's the the goal. Like, you know, for that to roll on to somebody else and then for them to share those things with somebody else. So exactly. It is a ripple effect. Right. Right. Yep. So if you can describe yourself in one word, what would it be and why? It would be triumph because uh, I've been through a lot of trials. I've been through a lot of testing and 
um, just to come through it in this time in 2020. Um, yeah, I would say triumph because I'm trying, I've triumphed over a lot that that could have killed somebody else, but it didn't kill me. So mm-hmm. I would say triumph, that would be my word. Yeah. Yes. But you know, those trials and those tribulations make you who you are today. You know, Absolutely. it's, yeah. it's some things, you know, you'd be like, uh, I wish this didn't happen or, you know, but if those things didn't, I mean, of course it's unfortunate that it does happen, but you know, it's those right. things that kind of help mold you, you know, they, they make you stronger, you know, they help you understand right. certain life circumstances, you know, so they kind of actually better you into yeah. a better person, you know? So, you know, we appreciate the right. journey right. and that's the most important part. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's, it, it gets crazy, but you know, it life is life, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we still here, so that, that that's that's a good thing. It's a good thing. So yes, absolutely. So, what made you get into music? What birthed this love of music and artistry and producing and things of that sort? What made me get into music was I was I was little and I was watching Michael Jackson and I saw him do the moonwalk and I was you know I was I like what I saw. And I said, I told my mom I wanted to do that. And, you know, she was like, okay, well, you know, he works hard for what he does. So you're going to have to do the same thing. I didn't know what work hard meant because I was little. And most of the times things we did, I didn't, if we were poor, I didn't know it because, you know, things were just handed to us. So, but we, I, you know, I, I worked hard because I wanted to, I wanted to do what he, what Michael Jackson was doing. Then I would hear my dad play Marvin Gaye, you know, Sam Cooke and Temptations and Phyllis Hyman, all these greats, you know, that really had the same. Um, so, I heard that type of thing and something and something inside of me actually attached me to music to the point where I would stay up at night when I was little and write, you know, songs that I needed. I didn't even know how to write songs, but I knew I was making write something. So, um, yeah, that's what made me want to be into music. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was cool. It, it was, I used to, I actually liked band in those days, but you know, you know, you gotta grow up. So. <laughs> <laughs> right but that's dope you know like you said you were writing but you know like you ain't know what you write. you're just writing down stuff you know what I mean like that's how yeah. I was as a kid um I love to write poetry it didn't have to rhyme or anything like that but I was writing but I knew my mom pulled out that red pen it was the business I said oh no I don't want you critiquing my stuff But I get it because, you know, as a child, you know, you do things that you're not really aware of what you're doing. But as you get older, you know, you realize like, oh, shoot, you know, I was writing music or, you know, I was writing poetry or I was writing my own book and didn't even know, you know, so. Mm-hmm. people pull in those those talents that you had as a child. I tell my clients that all the time. The things mm-hmm. that you probably hated as a kid is probably the things that you're super passionate about yeah. right now in your adult life. And people yeah. be like, what? What do you mean? Da, da, da. And then I go through the whole story and I'm like, y'all, like the stuff our parents made us do, we probably hated it because they were telling yeah. us to do it. Yeah, but yeah. you know, when you get older and you realize, oh, maybe I can monetize off of it, or you know, I mm-hmm. can share my gift with somebody else or something like that, you be like, oh, I really love this. Like, I really love what I do. Yeah. So, yeah. pay attention, y'all. It's all about paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you feel maybe was your biggest challenge to get where you are today? My biggest challenge to get where I am today had to be it had to be mostly people that were around me, I had to, I had a lot of bad influences around me when I was younger. My mom didn't know half of the things that, you know, I was into. Um, but I, it, it had to be people, you know, I, I, 
Um, so basically, I looked up. I looked up to people that are now that I'm glad I, I kind of like got away from. But I looked up to people. To um, I had a family. You know, we had my family was really my family was really tight. But for some reason, I was still looking for something extra. So I would go and look for it in other people. And you know, there were people in the church. You know, that I looked up to you know, stuff like that. And they would do things that surprised me when I was younger. And I was like, what, what y'all doing? You know, so I would follow that. And so my my biggest struggle was actually following after people, chasing people that wasn't even running, you know, and I was, but I was running and they, they was walking. So it was kind of like I got in, I got involved and they stood in my way, you know, so, um, well, I allowed them to stand in my way because I see what people said of me and that was good. I only saw what they saw because I wanted them to, I want, I needed their approval to say, listen, I could do this like you. I could do this like you. So it wasted time for me. So it was a struggle for me to get past who they were. So when God removed them more so, I started seeing me. And so that was my struggle. And just basically, um, I had, a, I, I was sick, um, like in 05 and it was like basically unto death. So God, you know, helped me, you know, I mean, to the point where it was like, they was like counting down the hours, like, okay, y'all got stuff planned and, you know, funeral arrangements and different things like that until, you know, it took somebody praying and saying, oh, it's not over. So I went through those things so God could let me know, okay, I have a purpose for you. You know, we just talked about purpose. I have a purpose for you and I need you to actually live out what I invested in you, you know, so that's, that's basically my, that was what I, that was more so what I had to uh, get over and my biggest challenge for me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That part was a hard struggle to get yeah. through that. Cause like you said, you know, you got family, you're close knit, but it was still like I was missing something, you know? So yeah. you were looking yeah. for that in other people. And I feel like mm -hmm. we're in the age right now where a lot of people are doing that and don't even realize what they're getting themselves into. Like yeah. people like, oh, well, I I, I want to look up to or do like this person. And then you realize like, oh, they a scam artist. Oh, yeah. you know, they out here stealing. Yeah. And you know, like, yeah. it's like yeah. oh, well, no, I changed my mind. I don't, I don't want to do that. This is, this is why God make us all different. So this we can why. do our own things. Like we can't be yeah. out here trying to be like somebody else. And it's okay to be inspired by somebody, right. but don't copy what they're doing. Don't want to be exactly like them. The blueprint is right. not the same, everybody. The blueprint is not the same. So you have to um, be fulfilled with who you are as an individual, continue to learn and learn from other people. And it's okay to learn from right. other people. Just don't be like other people because they out here stealing y'all. They stealing. Yep. <laughs> they are. <laughs> They're stealing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So did you have any like role models or mentors growing up? And did it change over the years? I did have that. And it did change. Um, I, um, Bishop um, Eric Lambert, has been my, I won't say my role model. I would say he's been my, um, he's been my look up to, you mm -hmm. know, um, it still is in a way. It's just that, you know, I'm older. He's, you know, much older. So, but Bishop Eric, Eric um, Lambert, um, he was more so a person who poured into me, like um, him and um, uh, him and another pastor, um, he, he poured into me as well. All, there were pastors that poured into me, 
but they're pouring in was control pouring into me. So mm. that changed completely. You know, it was like, well, you know, you should do this. And I'm like, but you, so it was like a lot of contradiction with people that I looked up to as we talked about before, but those people that were, I would say, yeah, you know what? They were role models. I would say those people that were role models for me and still, still are in a way is Bishop Errol, uh, Bishop Lambert and another pastor. Yeah. So, you know, um, and the only thing that has changed is, you know, just we just got older and you know we have our lives and stuff like that so i mean there are times we talk from time to time but yeah so yeah well that's cool you know like it's, it's always good to have um individuals to pour into you but it's also like if your role models are still the, the same same from when you was a kid that means you didn't grow up mentally you know what i mean because when you get older you start wanting to accomplish mm. other stuff and those wow. individuals cannot help you get to that level if you still have a childish mentality so you have to wow. continue to grow as you grow you have to change or bring those appropriate people into your life so that they'll be able to assist you with getting to the next level in your life who wants to be in life and then stuck <laughs> not me Right. Yeah. Right. Right. That's true. You're right. Yep. We don't want to be stuck, y'all. So let's talk about success. What do you? What does success mean to you? And what do you feel may have been your biggest success? And it can be personal or business related. Success for me, on a personal level, is that I, I know how to love now, and I'm saying love because I did not. When okay, so. As I was talking about before, when I was younger, I didn't really know how to love myself. I'm not saying that I didn't have love because it was shown to me. It's just that, like I said before, I was looking for something more. And that's something more that I was looking for was really in me. So I'm at an age now where it's like I love myself and I like who I am. I like the flaws. I like, you know, the, sometimes, you know, when I don't want to be bothered, I like that part, too. You know, I like the part where, you know, it you ask me to call you back, I'm done. I'm asleep. So it's, it, I like all that stuff that comes with life. Um, and so when people tell me problems, I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, okay, well, what you want to do? So, I, I, but I used to be like, no, 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 we, this is what we go. But now I was like, well, there ain't nothing I can do, you know. So I, I'm at a point now where I like myself, and I actually love myself. Um, people have called me names when I was younger, stuff like that, and you know, um, even when I had a son, you know, it was like you sinning. I was like, you are too. But it was, it was just, uh, <laughs> but it was just like a lot of things that, you know, um, I'm kind of glad that I know and I can see now for myself. So yeah, I like myself. Um, that's, that's just personal success. And business-wise, I'm actually, I like the fact that business-wise, I can meet people and they can teach me and I can teach them. And, you know, and business-wise, things are going pretty well, um, despite the pandemic and despite what we have to endure. Yeah. Yes, he said, but you sent in too. People be forgetting. People be forgetting. And they think they they exempt. You not exempt. Uh uh. Right. (laughs) The last time I recall, we worshiped the same Jesus. So, um, what you doing? (laughs) Right, that's right. I'm like, no, you are too. I see you. Exactly. Like, I see you. I see you. When you think I'm not paying attention, I see you. Yep. (laughs) Absolutely. But yes, so, you know, in the midst of you producing, writing music, doing all this kind of stuff, um, how do you pour back into yourself? Like, how do you practice maybe self-love, self-care if you do so? Because, you know, a lot of us are still learning. It's something new that a lot of people have been talking about. So how do you pour back into yourself? Well, I'm learning to rest. Um, And resting for me is 
like uh, I, I'm used to like getting the phone when you know um, somebody's calling for something for something for me to do, but now I just let it go to voicemail. Um, so and that's not me. So I'm because I have people around me that's like you got the rest or you gonna break down. You know your body's gonna break down. And now I can hear sometimes my body telling me, "Yo, you better chill," because uh, you can't be everything to everybody. So you have to chill. So now for my self care, I'm learning to rest and just sit. And or just lay down in the bed and just watch movies, you know, because I used to do that. And now that I'm doing it again, it, it allows me to say, oh, my, oh, my gosh. For example, I went to on last Sunday. No, um, I think it was Friday. I went to sleep in the middle of the day and woke up around nine o'clock. So I didn't know how much rest my body needed and my mind. needed. And when I woke up, I was like, "Ooh, I feel good. So I'm learning to rest now, you know, so that's that's what that's, that's my self-care. I'm learning to rest. Yeah. But that's the most important thing, especially as business owners. We don't we don't rest because we want to be doing this. Nope. We want to be doing that and stuff like that. And our mental, like you said, your body just shut down. Like, bro, you need to lay down, yep. get some sleep. You know what I mean? And you don't even yeah. realize how long you sleep until you wake up. You be like, I yep. sleep for like seven hours, you know, or yep. Yep. five hours or so. So you have to learn. People have to learn how to pay attention and listen yeah. when their body is telling them to do certain things. My mom always yep. told me that, like, if something don't feel right get it checked out or take a chill pill or do whatever you need to do so you can get yourself in order because you cannot be productive in your business if you're not productive personally like it just don't work it don't work like that y'all take these tips go go to sleep because i will go to sleep real quick (laughs) yep i will take a nap and I will be asleep, and you don't. And then people be blowing you up like, "Oh, sis, I called you three times. You answered the phone because yeah. I was asleep. How was I supposed to get up in my sleep?" <sighs> I'm just be trying to figure people out sometimes. Like, like, and it's after business hours, so why are you right. calling me about yeah. anyway? Yep, yep, that's true. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness! So you know the question: If you could give Young Bash. A piece of advice. What would you tell him? If I could tell Young Bash to, if, well, I would tell Young, you know, be to um, just be more, um, use more wisdom with stuff. Use more wisdom how you spend your money. Use more wisdom how you take care of your body. Use more wisdom in how you respond to people. And just use more wisdom for yourself and just know that that wisdom is it's principle. It's, it's, it's really principle for a lot of stuff that we don't use it for. So I would say, yeah, but best, you know, wisdom is key, you know, and when you, when you get, since you're young, when you get older, you want to, you want to need it, you know? Yeah. So that's, I'll tell you that. Yes. That's a good piece of advice though. Yeah. That's really a good piece of advice. And then it's, you get inspiration from everywhere. Like people think everything has to come from you. Yeah, it starts with you, but it doesn't always have to come from you. So it can come from a person, a place, a thing. And people be like, oh, my gosh, I went to the store and I was inspired by, I don't know, a monument I saw on the way to the store as I was walking. Or, you know, it it can come from anywhere, guys. So, But everything does start with you. You have control, majority of the time, you have control over the way things happen. So don't be out here pointing the finger to everybody else when it was you all along. Right, right. It's true. People got to get it together. So, do you have any um, projects or events that you want our listeners to know about that they can maybe chime in or support? Um, I just have my album out, uh, uh, Love Factor. You can go get it on Spotify. You can look, listen to it at YouTube, Apple Music, uh, Pandora, iHeart. Um, my social medias are all the same consistent, which is Bashir Hope. So, you can go there and just find me there if you want to hit me up. 
and um, you know, inbox, you can do that. That's basically what's going on. I mean, I have a show that's coming back soon. Um, the call the culture. Um, after you know, I won't say after the pandemic because this thing looks like it's going to last for a while. But I was just say that we kind of working in the midst of it. So yeah, those are the things that's going on right now. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. He already told y'all how y'all can reach him on social media. But you know, before we go, we gotta ask: Can you give our people a piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in business but also in life? If you're gonna boss up, boss up legit. <laughs> <laughs> boss up with your papers together boss up because <laughs> you know what a lot of people be bossing up and i'm like what i ain't buying off the street but i mean it, but it's like boss up if you're gonna boss up make sure you have your, that knowledge there because you can't talk bossy and then you can't back and you don't back it up so i would say if you're gonna boss up black folk white folk purple folk whoever you are Make sure you got some stuff behind it because people will ask you like, so how you get there, you know? So yeah, that's that's my advice. <laughs> yeah, because I'll be out here asking questions. Right, I work with the right. questions like what, who, when, where, how. Honey, I'm asking all the questions, okay? <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> yes, but we had so much fun, y'all. I hope y'all yeah, were writing down the gems he was dropping. He already says y'all can listen to his song. Um, and then right. you can listen to other songs that he's done. You know, it ain't just yeah. this one. There's more of them, too. And um, how they can contact you on social media. But, of course, I'm so excited to have you on here today, B. It was fun. Same here. I have fun. Same here. Yes, 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 yes. And with that being said, I hope everybody has an amazing day and continue to both up with purpose. All right. See ya. Ain't nothing to it. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Boss. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.